Hello guys and the warmest welcome back to the Passion Break podcast. It is Jess, the host of Passion Break podcast. And in this episode, I wanted to share with you my five things I would like to say to my 15-year-old self. Because guess what? I am currently applying to Spanish residency. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm really freaking stoked because this is like huge for me to set a base. So a little bit about my history. I'm born in Luxembourg and as a seven-year-old we moved back to Finland and in Finland we lived around seven years until I moved out and I was after that traveling and living in six different countries. And it's the first time that I'm actually setting a base, like that I have an apartment and that I am keen to create a lifestyle that doesn't depend on anybody else than me and that is huge and to apply to be a resident on another country than your homeland or the country that you're born in is also a big thing so therefore I was a lot of thinking about what would I tell my younger self in this situation would I suggest her to go and discover the world or would I say to her enjoy where you are and all of these things so I really started to think about it and I came up with these five things that if I would write a book and tell those little humans out here a few life advices these would be the five life advices that I would give them so I hope you enjoy this episode let's jump right in So the very first thing that I would tell my 15-year-old self is that your body will change through time. I was very obsessed on how does my body look and especially how does my belly and waist area look like. And because I'm a bit more bigger girl, if I can say that way, that's that sounds a bit weird, but I'm not that tiny little... So it was always hard for me because my sister was, she was skinny and she was exactly like she could eat anything and never gain weight. And for me, it was completely different. So I always compared myself to her. And also my mom always compared me and my sister. So I was like, I need to get that tiny waist. I need to, you know, like have the abs and that, how you say, like um, time glass. It's like, that's, that's, that's the figure that I want. And I remember that I took like photos of my belly and I like took my belly into my hand and like squeezed my roll. And I was like, this, this will be gone after the summer or something like that. You know, I always like set a goal to make my body better. And I was doing so many goddamn sports. I have an episode called Sport Addiction where I explain how I had literally an addiction to sports and always were like training more and more and more and eating less and less and less. Well, had an eating disorder. And when I became 18, 19, started to get over those teenage years and started to, you know, balance out my mental state as well, started to understand how toxic I had been towards to myself. I also realized that my body is constantly changing. So no matter what I'm doing today, 
it will be different tomorrow. Also, as a woman in my hormonal cycle, sometimes I'm bloating, sometimes I'm not bloating, sometimes I have acne on my skin, sometimes I have clear skin, sometimes my hair is better, sometimes it's worse. Like everything is ever changing. So if I'm trying to keep it always on the same line and trying to just like have this like beauty year round, every day, every month, every time of the day, it's just impossibility. And I honestly started to just appreciate that instead of how my body looks and especially how my body relates to the current trends, I started to just appreciate my body of doing the work that, is, that it was made to do. And that is to keep me fucking alive. That is my body's job to keep me alive. There's heart pumping, blood running, there's brain, there's all the other organs. Like that's my body's goddamn job, not to please another person that is looking at me. That's not my body's job. And it's not even to please me when I'm looking at myself from the mirror. It's not my goddamn body's job. So why am I blaming my body? Why am I frustrated towards my body? Why am I saying that it should be different and it should look different? I was born out of the goddamn womb like this, you know? And how could I, you know, have a saying for the goddamn design? This design was made by someone else. And all I can do is to appreciate, you know, what I have. And see the beauty on the things that I do have and the the things that I do love. We all have things that we don't like and then we have things that we like more. And I've switched my focus on the things that I like more and I started to accept the things that I don't like so much and understanding that I got to just love my body for the job that it is doing because it's doing goddamn great job already 25 years. It has brought me through the dark times, through the bright times to here. You know, I've been waking up every single day and I have had every single day a new chance. I taste, I see, I hear, I can move, I can run, I can sing, I can dance. Wow, my body is fucking great. My body is freaking awesome, you know? So that's one of the things that I would say to my younger self wait, your body is changing. Give it time. Your hormones will balance out. And all you can do is to just like kind of appreciate and support your body instead of trying it to change and trying it to be certain way. So moving on to the second thing that I would tell my 15-year-old self, and that would be that don't focus so much on achieving all the time. So I was that person who wanted the best grades in school. And it is really, really hard to all the time earn the straight A's. It's not easy. At least it wasn't easy for me. And it took a lot of time to study and it took a lot of effort to all the time be the best in class and make the best result in test and make the teacher happy. And always succeed better and my focus went on achieving and I also valued myself 
through those achievements. So I felt good about myself if I had run this many kilometers or that I had earned this grade from school. You know, I was valuing myself through my achievements until I understood that I'm constantly pushing myself. All the time saying, do bigger, do better. You should have done this. You shouldn't have done that. Like always just criticizing myself instead of just letting myself enjoy my goddamn life. Sure, if I want to get good grades to get a good school, I understand that's my value. But back then, I did not have dreams to become a doctor or lawyer that needed good grades to get into these schools that are really hard to get into. I didn't have that dream. So why the fucking hell did I need to put all my goddamn time to study and to just be good at school for goddamn what? Now I'm looking back and I'm like, for what? Those papers that I have on my drawers, for those? Those papers, literally a paper that says, oh, you got a 10. It does not bring my value as a human to any direction. It doesn't make me better or worse. And I can say, yeah, I was good at school. And then what? If I was a bad at school, it doesn't again make my value any different. And I would have had so much more freedom in my goddamn chest if I would have just said to myself, it's okay if I do average. I don't know about your school system, but in Finland, we have the grades from four to 10. And obviously the 10 is best. And seven, eight is like, hmm, okay, eight is already good. And I would have said to myself, do that. Seven, eight, somewhere there. You don't have to be the 10 out of 10. What the hell? You don't have to be the 10 girl. You know, you don't have to be the good girl. You don't have to be the smart girl. It doesn't make you any better. And and even though sometimes I felt like that my parents will appreciate me more or my classmates will look me better or, you know, I will get into good school and that will make me more appreciated, all of that stuff. And even though there was partially true, but I still felt fucking shit in me. And I think that that's what I would say to my younger self is like the most important is that you feel good in you. So do less, achieve less, enjoy more. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your life, your hobbies, enjoy your goddamn youth. And even though the teacher says work hard, get better grades, blah, 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 just sometimes say to yourself that you don't have to believe everything what they say. And that leads me to the third point that I would say, and that is that your parents are not always right. This is maybe the thing that I want to highlight the most because I feel like it's a thing that a lot of people struggle, especially de- like depending on which culture you're from. Um, some cultures have really strongly that thing that your parents, no matter what they say, they're always right. And I'm there just like cringing and like, no, because first of all, we have to remember that they're from a very different generation. Um, My grandparents were the first kids after World War and the whole world was in a freaking mess. So 
Obviously, they didn't have balanced parents, healed parents. So, of course, their parents had gone through big, big trauma. They went to goddamn war. So, of course, that affected to our grandparents. And those were the parents that raised our parents. So, yeah. It's not that, that our parents or grandparents are always wiser. They have more life and years lived so they might have perspectives but their perspectives are their perspectives which means that it's their belief system and their belief system is created through their childhood and their experiences in life and that does not mean that their belief system will support your well-being So I always question what my parents say. I can take on their advices and I can listen what they have to say, but I don't need to do the way that they say me to do. My mom always said to me that it's good to get a degree and it's good to go to school. And I understand that that was really important in her times. But in my times, most successful people that we have did not go to university for the degree that they're working on now. So we're living in different world. We are living in different times. So their advices won't apply always to our time and our life. And therefore, I think it's so important to always know that your parents and grandparents can have a great perspective, but don't listen everything what they say. And especially when it comes to how you should look, how you should behave, what you shouldn't do, what you should do, like question everything. And if they are criticizing you and if they're like giving you like bad shit about things that matter to you a lot, just know that you are worth of doing things that makes you feel really good and are good for you and that your dreams, they are valid. And if you have this crazy dream about becoming an artist or starting in a hotel or becoming a skateboard star, you don't have to ask their permission. Only permission, what is needed is yours. That you say yes to yourself. That's the only permission you need. So jumping on to the fourth thing, and that would be that cultivate your goddamn friendships. What I have realized now is that no matter what happens in life, The most important people around me is my friends. They are the people that is there truly to support me, truly to understand me, truly hold my hand when I mostly need it. And I am very lucky with my friends. I love my friends so, so much. And I'm so goddamn thankful that I never let a school, a job, a boyfriend, a hobby, anything come in front of my friends I really realized that that it is so important to put time and effort on cultivating your friendships do things together call them up send them a card 
bake together, watch a movie together, go do some activities together, travel together, like do things together, get to know to each other even better and make new friends as well. Make new connects, even though you're becoming an adult, if you're all the time keeping up the same friendships from high school, like those can turn really toxic because they're like old patterns. Some people stay and some people still nourishes you and feels really good and great friendship after years and years but sometimes it's just like you're holding on because you've been friends for so long and you're scared that you won't find new friends or as good friends but what I've realized is that you can meet great people even as an adult and I don't know do you know but there's Bumble BFF so like Bumble is also a dating um, app but they have a friend side and that is God damn great. I've used it here when I've lived in Spain and I've met amazing people, made a really great connections. And we even had this like a girl group where we were hanging out together. And it was just like, I think six girls, like we were just hanging out together, all our brothers living here in Spain. And I was like, wow, through an app, this can happen. So just keep your options open <laughs> in that way of that. You can make new friends, cultivate your friendships. And the fifth thing and the last thing that I would tell my 15-year-old self would be that be curious, brave to explore different things, jobs and places. Because I feel like we are put into this tube, right? So we go to kindergarten, primary school, secondary school, high school, and then university. And after university, we start working. And then we work until we are retired. And when we're retired, we're crumpy, old, and every part of our body hurts because we are working on nine to five and most of all time we've been spending in an office. And here we are slowly dying until we vanish. How fucking brilliant. <laughs> so the first seven years of our life, not even the first, so the first two, three, four years of our lives when we weren't even conscious about the life around us, so we were particularly a veggie, we were free. So there was no kindergarten or school. We were at home and in the yard and blah, blah, blah. And someone else was cooking the food for us. We didn't need to do a shit. And then the, also the last years of your life, when you're retired and also partly veggie, then you are again free, saying here that enjoy it. Like enjoy the life. Don't go to the freaking tube break out of the tube and what I mean is that no you don't need to move to Bali and start your healing chakra retreats you don't need to start that but what you need to start to think is that what you value the most what does value the most for you environmentally what kind of environment you want to have around you what kind of hobbies is really important for you what is the people that nurtures you the most what are the simple, ordinary things that you want to have every single day in your life? Whether it is cooking some certain food, whether it's going to a certain cafe, whether it's reading a certain book or journaling or meditating, what is that thing? And then asking that big question, what is the way that you want to earn money? So it's not what is your purpose? What is the best job that you can have? It's like, what is the way that you want to earn your money? What is the most nicest way that feels to you to earn your money? Because your purpose 
and the thing that feels very meaningful to you can be another thing than the way that you're earning your money. You don't have to put your purpose and earning money together because indeed it's actually really fucking hard sometimes. I think it's sometimes much more easier to make your hobbies the things that, that brings the most meaning and purpose into your life. To just ask simple but big questions and understand that you can make the change. Um, there is possibility to be curious and brave to go and discover and explore. If you don't feel that you belong in the, the work field you're doing now, test different jobs. Go and apply to different jobs that truly interest you or even ask them, hey, I'm really interested about this in this field. Could I come for a day to see behind the scenes? Go and do it. If you want to work on theater, send them a goddamn email and ask if you can go and spend a day with this X, Y, and Z person. And if something like bakery or restaurant, hotel, dance school, um, architecture, art teacher, whatever that is to you, just go and discover and explore if that resonates true to you. I think the most happiest people who are so like happy in their work are people that actually do very kind of simple work like gardener or baker or seller in like a small shop, like a small clothing store or a small tea shop or something. You know, it's like simple work and it is something that for them feels nice you know it's not the best job in the world sometimes they're shitty there sometimes it's hard but it is a job that feels nice and brings the money that you can then in your free time do something meaningful and purposeful to you and I think it's so important that you go and discover different places if you are not like a traveling person and if you feel like you're really good at the place you are now or you don't want to move out your hometown, that's totally cool as well. You don't, I'm not saying to you that go and travel the world, but go and see different cities and places even near you. Because for me, when I went the first time abroad, I was like, what the hell? Like, it just opens your consciousness and you understand that there's so much more than you thought there were. And there's so many different places and so many different lifestyles, so many different cultures. And there can be places that you didn't even know that suited you. That's something that I explained in my last episodes where I told my top three destinations to travel to that most of those destinations nobody had told me anything about. I haven't read a magazine article about them or I hadn't seen an Instagram reel. I just went to those places because I had curiosity or something happened that led me to those places and I realized like, oh my God. So yeah, I would say to my 15-year-old self that don't try to make this big plan to just make this like two version of your life. Just ask yourself, what is it that you truly want? That you truly want to experience? If you just had this white canvas in front of you, what would you paint into that canvas if that canvas would be your life and it could be anything? So to just use creativity with your goddamn life. Like, Make your life delicious. 
you are the god creator for your own life you can decide what kind of breakfast you're eating you're an adult you don't need to eat the breakfast that the instagram influencer told you to eat and you don't need to eat the breakfast that the government told that is healthy or the fitness magazine said that this makes you fit you can eat the breakfast that makes you feel the most alive that tastes like goddamn cupcake in your goddamn mouth and that after that breakfast you feel good you feel nourished and you're like i'm ready for this day and i'm ready to make this day the most delicious ever so to have that passion for your own ordinary the passion for your own life i think is the goddamn key to truly just look back and be like wow no matter when my life will end if it's 32, 45, 68, whenever it's going to end, I will look back and be like, I lived deliciously. I lived every day that I had something that I loved in that day, even though it was the most shittiest day, but there was something that I loved because I made that. I had a shitty day, but I went to buy that goddamn croissant that I ate and were like, "Mm -mm -mm." or that I took myself to the movies or I went for that walk and or I called my best friend and I laughed my ass off. So you are the creator. I, I, I truly think that, that there is things around you in life that does affect your life. But in the end of the day, we have a free will. We can't control everything, but we have a control how we will react to the things. So we will always have that chance. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love you to share this with your best friend or your loved ones. And I want to give an extra mention that if you've wanted to start a podcast or you know someone who wanted to start a podcast, I have the Rewild Your Voice podcasting course that I've created with my goddamn heart for those who would like to start podcasting but don't know where to start. So I have 14 video models and a PDF guiding you through step-by-step how to become from a beginner to a pro podcaster so that you can tell your story and you can start your own podcast show. So again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode and see you in the next one. Take good care of yourself.